Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. Promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, you know, uh, we love having we love having you here with us. Thank you for joining us here on the program. We're with you for about two hours. Uh, we do not, I do not, I do not do this program by myself. There's no way I could. Not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, let me go around the room and introduce Only you to when my. You have to. Yeah, exactly right. And it's just until you show up. And until then, it's just keep talking. Just keep talking. <laughs> just keep talking. Um, let me go around the room real quick. Room, yeah, blah blah blah. Well, you got these words, Earl? You got these words? Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow patriots in the room with me. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Coming to you live from the magswag.com mobile mini it's the mobile mini, the mobile mini. Welcome to the mobile mini, mobile mini studio. How was uh, how were things in the week of Earl? Good, good. Extra- um, um, I, I should be uh, in 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 person in studio probably by the end of the second segment. There we go. End of the second segment. We'll we'll save the good ones till then. Not that there's no good segments, folks. <laughs> well, you know, why don't you think that? You know? <laughs> yeah. A- no, 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 no good stuff coming from us. No, not at all, not at all, not at all. Um, everything gone all right this week. You get some extra, get some extra travel this week. You got to work, drive some extra miles. Oh yeah, well, you, you say extra, but unfortunately, it's it become it's almost routine. It's mm. just you know, whether or not it happens from day to day. You know, gotcha. they they think that uh, going going to another city, you know, clear on the other side of the state. Well, that's that's on the way, isn't it? Well, if you mean by is it southeast from you? Yeah. Yeah, that that it's the other side of the state. That's okay, right? That might work in like Rhode Island, but you know, or Delaware, but <laughs> f- Florida? Come on. It could only be worse if they'd ask you, "Oh, well, you're in Texas. It can't be that far away, right?" It's just another part of Texas. <laughs> uh, yeah, Every, the- everything in Texas is 600 miles away. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, for those that don't know, you can be uh, Earl, we did the math on this one time. You could be two points away from each other in Florida and be over eight hundred miles apart. You know that's that's how 
That's how oh, big yeah. this, the state is, you know. And that's without going into the Keys. That's just staying on the mainland. Yep. So it's it's uh, it's yeah, pretty. I, I, you know, I I drive to another state and uh, I drive 458 miles one way, but the last 20 of it is in the other state. Yeah. Yeah, and now. When you get to the other state, do you feel like you're trespassing? Do you feel like you don't know what's going on? Does it, does it make you nervous? No, no. Those are my people. Oh, those, that's true. You're uh, the, uh, the the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone, and he's been all over them parts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just you know, retrace the steps a little bit. A little bit quicker. You come, you come home sooner than every nine months, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you used to do. That's, that's true, folks. That's true. For those that didn't know it, um, old Daniel Boone, he, he left home quite a number of times. And every time I think his wife gave up on him and he showed up nine months later, like, what are you talking about? I was just out. I was out wandering. I was wandering the trail, walking the trail. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the air quotes, folks. It was a hunting trip. <laughs> That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you think half the people in the southeast are named Boone? Okay, it's because he was a very <laughs> successful hunter. You know, he knew how to hit his target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got Boone County in Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, all in a straight line through each other. You know, just you could you could draw yep. the path between them. You know? Yep. Yeah, it's it's the old family trail there that he had. <laughs> uh, well, listen, you know when he did go hunting, he wanted to make sure he had some place to stay every time he stopped for the night. Yeah, <laughs> can't know, blame him on that. Nothing wrong with that. He got some frequent flyer points. You know, he got uh, built up some uh, some uh, hotel uh, some hotel uh, points as well. So it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Oh boy, um, Earl, what was his gun? Do you remember what his gun of choice was? His firearm. It was a flintlock. Old school um, flintlock. Remember, he he named it uh, Tick Licker. Is that right? Yeah. You yeah, just didn't I, make that uh, up. He, it was, <laughs> no, no. I uh, uh, he uh, it was it was custom made. It okay. was, the barrel was a little bit longer than the the normal at that point in time uh, of the most uh, commonly produced rifles. He had his. Custom made. Uh, I'm trying to remember a few inches. You know, probably no more than six inches longer than the average. Uh, but he was of the adage of, you know, that that's where it came from. And, and in his time frame of aim small, miss small. Right. That was one of the reasons the the colonials were so much more accurate than the uh, English soldiers. We were used to hunting for food. So if we missed, we didn't eat that night. Where with the soldiers, they're out practicing. Uh, how how long we got to be out here? I don't care if I hit the target or not. It's hot. I want to I want to you know go back to the barracks and sweat there instead of sweating out here. Yeah, but, that makes sense. That does make uh, sense. I'm I'm looking up uh, tick liquor now, and I got to say I was hoping that it, uh, it it I wouldn't get like blocked or anything on the old company line here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Um, there actually is a tick liquor firearms now making firearms out in the Pacific Northwest, so we'll have to have to look them up and see what they really make. Is that's just a name, or if they actually have like repops they make? But uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, uh, the stories of what happened when Boone raised his maple stock to his cheek grew to become the stuff of legend. <laughs> so yeah, old tick liquor. That's the name of it. Old tick liquor. 
Um, yeah. And with the with the maple stock, I didn't know that. That's that's good. That's a that's a nice hardwood to have on that firearm. You got to keep that uh, keep that stuff uh, good to go though. Otherwise, uh, you, you know that hardwood will crack on you. So. Uh, oh yeah. Sure, he kept it well preserved. Oh yeah. He he wanted a good hardwood because you know he, he he is the fastest person reloading a flintlock. It's still going to be you know a minute or so. So if if things get happen happen up close and personal. That's when you grab the barrel and start swinging. Yeah, he he wanted to be able to, uh, you know, hit one out of the park if he had to with that maple. <laughs> you know, that's, that's they they yep. they use they use oh, yeah. folks you've seen it for in, in in baseball. Listen, they used to use ash mostly in baseball bats, and when a bat would break, you know, it would crack or it would just you know a part of it would come off or whatever. They've started in the past, I don't know, ten twenty years. They used maple and maple being a a very hard wood. Now, when you hit it square on the numbers with the uh, playing baseball, you can hear that crack and see that ball go. But when you hit it wrong, and that back that bat doesn't crack, it it like blows up. It like explodes. I mean, it just shatters into a, a million pieces around the field. Uh, it, it's something to watch when it happens. It's dangerous too. Uh, so, a lot of uh, a lot of guys have gone away from it as well. But um, yeah, it's a it's an incredible sight to see that maple. So. Um, all right, Earl. Well, we, uh, we, we'll let you get back to the doing the drive thing. I will be here until you pull in, and we'll bring some more stories back to the folks uh, after the break. So you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. We'll see you in a few. Sounds good. See you in a minute. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Two minutes. For over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. One minute. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the founding fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. Oh, gotta it's try not that. the function of government to tell us that what we need or what we don't. <laughs> Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest... 30 seconds. We have the right of choice. We <laughs> have the right to read books that others don't like. We have the right she, to listen she to any settled, program She settled on me, and she settles right me when need be. We, want to. <laughs> we also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something... Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might um, live. Call 425-454-7012. Here we go. 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I have a, I have a, I have a special guest in the studio with us. Please welcome to the program. The great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone, live with us. His name is Earl. Live and in person. Look at that. Colton on the ball right there. All Boom. Right. Boom. I didn't even know I was going to do that. I didn't even know I was going to do that. He got it done. He finished my thought for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what we got going on. Um, Earl out of, uh, uh, let's see if I can pull it back up here because my, uh, my digits uh, seem to be uh, denying, fat-fingered it. denying me the, uh, the, uh, what, the, the, quick, the quickness here. So we're going to talk about South Carolina. South Carolina being uh, the uh, the most recent state to come around to uh, open carry. Open carry. Um, remember, we had forty five states that uh, did not allow open carry on a regular basis. Like Florida's got some like weird little piece that you can't uh, you, you you can open carry like when you're when you're hunting. Well, no duh. You know, you really, uh-huh. you're like, oh, I can open carry when I'm hunting? I mean, I don't have to keep my gun in the car while I'm hunting? <laughs> a, you know. Although, uh-huh. it does, I mean, yeah, you're out in the wild, so you may have to defend yourself, but I can open carry when I'm fishing? Yes. Uh, is a fish going to jump out of the water and come after me? Well, listen, um, in Florida now, <laughs> remember what other things live in the water where the fish oh, are? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't have to worry about the fish come <laughs> jumping out of the water and coming yeah. after me. It's a Living, breathing dinosaur I've got to worry about coming out of the water after me. Yep, you got... Uh, Remember, serpentine. Serpentine. That's right, that's right. Yeah, zigzag. Zigzag. Run the I, zigzag. I don't have to outrun the alligator. That's it. I just have to outrun you. Just got to outrun you. Uh, and, man, this, uh, this story here is taking forever to pop up. Hold on. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's Slow try, internet. Let's, let's try and... Keep going. Keep going. Let's try and do it this way. Let's change it to here and go like this. And try a different website. Carry the two and put the... Um, there we go. All right. 
South Carolina Governor McMaster holds signing for new open carry gun law. The new open carry gun law. So what we have is treat every firearm like it's loaded. Duh. And more gun safety tips everyone should know to reduce the risk of accidental shootings. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. What does that have to do with the story? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't at, know. at least I don't it's know. a relevant <laughs> pop-up, not a... <laughs> right. Uh, Here, health and beauty aids. The, what? No. <laughs> the governor in South Carolina, Henry McMaster, uh, held the ceremonial bill signing at a shooting range this past Friday for a new law that will allow concealed weapon permit holders to openly carry their firearms in public. The Open Carry and Training Act, which had already been signed into law, takes effect Sunday and allows people with permits to openly carry their handguns. The state already allows people to openly carry rifles and other long guns without permits. Okay, so that's not considered full open carry. That's long guns. And I bet you there's the provision of the law that says you can, just like we were talking about, Earl, you can open carry a long gun while hunting with a long gun. Is probably what it says. I hope so. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> otherwise that's, you know, that's a... Deer, don't move. <laughs> stay right there. Yeah, yeah, stay right let there. me run back to the truck. Yeah, yeah. Or actually, let me bring the truck up here closer. Then I can get my rifle. Or maybe they got it concealed, but they got to take it apart, you know, because it's like one of those Ooh. survival rifles. You know? Breakdown. Breakdown. Yeah, breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this legislation also eliminates a $50 fee cons- for concealable weapons permits and requires handgun education courses. Now... Um, we know that this, uh, what we want to see for, for real conceal or for open carry is constitutional carry. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. But this was the first step. This is a step for them. Ba- um, baby steps. Yep. Unfortunately, I realize that's what's going to have to take is baby steps. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. Uh, it's a good day for South Carolina, said the governor. It's a happy day for law-abiding citizens, and I hope we can continue to be a great example for the rest of the country. Uh, event was held at uh, the, the Palmetto State Armory. Hey, in, in, PSA. Yep, yep, in Greenville, where McMaster concluded by shooting off several weapons at target practice with Lieutenant Governor uh, Pamela Yvette. Nice. Uh, and the bill's primary sponsor, Representative Bobby Cox, uh, also from Greenville. Owning a firearm is protected right of every citizen, and today we joined 45 other states. And expanding our Second Amendment rights by allowing those with concealed weapons permits to openly carry a firearm. So the only four remaining, Earl, I'm gonna, Ugh. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you guess uh, at uh, two. Let me see if you get two, and then I'll give you the other two. All right, Hawaii. No. What? No. Oh my no. gosh. No, that's yeah, and, and, and it's very strange in Hawaii, but but that is a um, that, that's part of their it's like a hunting thing with them. Uh, you can't conceal carry there. Absolutely not. And you're not even allowed to own a firearm there. Absolutely not. But if you can own a firearm, you're allowed to open carry it. Ugh. <laughs> so that means like... You can open carry it. You can't own one, yeah, but you can't can open one. carry it. Exactly right. Exactly what? right. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. That makes my brain I, hurt. I, I know that really does. That really does. <laughs> All right. Then my other guess, and unfortunately I know I'm right on this one, Florida. Yes, Florida. Ugh. Florida. The one list, the one gun-related list I, I wish Florida was not yeah. on. It's amazing. Known as the Gunshine State for how many years? Yeah. And we continue to lose some of our gun rights here, thanks to yeah. uh, former Governor, current Senator Rick Scott. Yeah. Um, but uh, we are on par in the open carry battle with California. Oh, crap. The two of us do not. Uh, then there is uh, New York State and uh, then uh, Illinois, the, uh, the fighting Illini, uh, are the only states without a similar law. So 
this was a bipartisan legislation. And again, this is how they got it, folks. I want you to pay attention. It, it was a bipartisan legislation. We know that conservatives or Republicans, for the most part, are going to ask for constitutional carry. Right. 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 So South Carolina was in a place where they had open carry of a long gun. And again, that's you know, the only time that's probably allowed is going to be uh, you know, target shooting or at the range or hunting kind of thing. Very similar to what Florida has. Right. Um, and then you have... That they had a concealed weapons permit. You could get yourself a concealed weapons permit with uh, with some training, right? So now what they've done, and again, this is this is almost like, and we say on here a lot, no compromise, no compromise. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, the compromise for me is when they want to take from us. All right. 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 When they want to take from us, my answer is no. There shall be no compromise on taking from us. Now, when we eat back and get what we want. I'm fine with taking small bites of what I want, yeah, and building on the small bites. What I love to have, Earl, and you've said we say it all the time. um, I'll be happy when I can uh, when I can go on Amazon and get a belt fed delivered to my door in 12 hours. Nice. Or I can get one in a vending machine in an airport. You know, something like that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, You know, you you pull up on you know M249 with a thousand round ammo can. You know, if you order in the next hour and 42 minutes, guaranteed by 8 a.m. tomorrow. Exactly right. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. That's that's when I'll be I'll be happy. Honey, but, give me the credit card. But for, for me, the, the no compromise means um, I'm not giving up anymore. Right. I'm not giving up anymore. I'm not giving up. And, and we, know, we know what compromise means to the left. Compromise to the left means, listen, we want to take all your gun rights, but we'll compromise and only take half this year, and we'll take the other half next year. Yeah. That's their idea of compromise. So I'm not for that at all. I, I want there'll be no compromise on giving up any rights. I want to take some back. And the only way to take some back is how do you eat the elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Okay, so that's how we'll do it. And that's what South Carolina's done. Would we? Would they have loved to have 100% constitutional carry? Of course they would have. But guess what the first step was for them? Because it's got to be bipartisan at their state and house. Right. So right. the only way to get people to sign on was to do, okay, we're going to have a, um, you can have open carry, but you have to have your permit. I was going to say, would, would I be correct in labeling this as permitted Open carry? Correct. This would be permitted open carry. Okay. Now, they said, okay, well, um, we still want you to have a permit. Well, the, this is what the left says. Well, okay, you can have open carry, but we want them to have a permit. And then the right says, fine. We want the permits to be free, though. And they say, uh, 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 um, uh, okay, but we still want them to get the training. Uh, and they said, okay, but I want the permit to be a lifetime issue then. <laughs> And this is, this is how you get the bites back. There you because go. Because guess what? Every one of the things that we got, we didn't have before that. There you go. Every one of the things that they got were already in place. Yep. They didn't get any more. Right. We took away from them right. is what happened. They're, they're, they're prepping for, you know, no, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. What, what? Wait. You said yes? <laughs> yeah. What, 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 hey, what do we do yeah. now? Yeah. They said yes. Yep. And so next year it'll go to no training. There you know, and then the next year after that, it'll go to, well, we don't have training anymore, so why do we have a permit? There. And then get rid of the permit. There you we know? go. There um, we go. So that's that's how you that's how you bite back. That's how you take a little bit back uh, every time, and that's what South Carolina was successful in doing. And remember, folks, you know, we we mention not having a training requirement. We're not advocating that you shouldn't get it. We just advocating that it should not be a government mandated requirement. We are all for it. I want every every firearm owner uh, to be as highly trained as they possibly can yep, be. Yep. 
but I don't see any fine print written in the Second Amendment, you know, requiring training. And we already know from uh, past experience, the states that get rid of the concealed yep. carry permits. People seek more the, training. Yeah, yep, the, yep. the uh, training instructors can't handle the volume of business. Yep. Folks, stick around. We'll be back after the break. Me. I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. <laughs> right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, and there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call it. Two minutes. Two minutes. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, Say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. 
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Here's a gun story for you. Uh, we uh, well, first off, welcome back, folks. Welcome back from the break. Hope you had a good break. Hope you got some good stuff. Heard some good products. Uh, maybe heard some good uh, public service announcements. Whatever it may have been, please, please support those sponsors. Um, all right, uh, we talked to you last week, or what was last week? I think we talked about North Carolina, uh, the sheriff there. In mm, oh boy, I can't uh, remember what uh, town it was, what county it was. I'll have to take a look at that. The uh, but this this week. We have the same kind of case that we had last week. If you recall in the, in, the, in the story last week, we had a sheriff that was, I don't know, 100 days overdue, uh, you know, six, eight months overdue uh, yeah, on concealed yeah. weapons permits. I don't remember the exact numbers, but yeah. And he said uh, the reason was is because, well, you know, the COVID, the COVID. Yeah, whatever. You know, we're backed up with the COVID. So everybody wants a gun and the COVID and we're shorthanded and, you know, COVID rules and the COVID was the excuse of the day. So... Uh, and uh, and they they filed lawsuit against them and uh, they they said uh, you know basically said uh, you know, uh, tough noogies uh, it's the law you you if you decide you want to uh, arbitrarily uh, not exercise the Second Amendment rights what other rights are you going to decide to arbitrarily not enforce right uh, I I say we go old school on them so okay you know like, you know the, the standard legal uh, method in in the United States innocent until proven guilty okay you can't prove I'm guilty of any crime preventing me from p- taking possession of my legally purchased firearm I'm taking it home with me today right now yeah yeah I, this is, I I've got no problem with that no problem with that at all uh, let's see if I can't find let, let, which let's, let's see how they get over those delays <laughs> right exactly right exactly right uh, let's see and last week the story came to us from uh, Oh, just North Mecklenburg County, Mecklenburg County. Right. This uh, this one yeah. comes comes to us from Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, which Wake, is Wake, 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 County. Wake County, which is uh, Raleigh, and let's see, uh, Mecklenburg uh, is is Charlotte. Okay, is, is Charlotte. Okay. Um, so, yeah, again, uh, you start getting into the, the the metropolis areas, right? And you start getting these Democrat sheriffs. Yeah, say, it seems these. like that happens in a lot of states, regardless of the location of the state. The heavy, heavily populated areas areas lean democratically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because they, you know, it's you know, you have a, a an inner city. You have people uh, taking uh, uh, you know state funds, federal funds. Right. Uh, you have people that are not uh, working for a living; they're just working at getting a getting a handout. Right. Is, is what you've got going on. Uh, and again, listen: the longer someplace stays governed, and the more people that move there, more government. And everybody wants to come in and put their name on a, t- a piece of government. So it's another law on top of another ordinance, on top of another statute, on top of another policy. And, and you get the longer a city is there, the more overregulated it becomes. Yeah. Remember, then they have to start paying for themselves. So they've got to start taxing you. Yep. You know, and, and that's what we see in major metropolitan areas. You show me a, a big city that's failing and has got violent gun crime and, 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 a, and a horrible uh, crime rate, and I'll show you a... A city that's been controlled by Democrats for 50 years at a minimum. Yeah, or longer. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Raleigh, the Wake County Sheriff's Office will have to pay the plaintiffs in the case over delayed pistol permit purchases brought last year, according to one of the plaintiffs in the cases. In March of this year, federal judge Luis Flanagan on the United States District Court for the Eastern District of North Carolina ruled that grassroots North Carolina and the Second Amendment Foundation could seek damages in the case of Stafford versus Baker. 
The two groups, along with the Firearms Policy Coalition, filed suit against Wake County Sheriff Gerald Baker in April of 2020 after Baker's office announced that his office was suspending pistol purchase permits through April 30th. According to a statement by the Wake County Sheriff's Office sent to the newspapers, the sheriff agreed to pay $1,300 to the plaintiffs and $25,000 in attorney fees. The, uh, the PIO there at the sheriff's office said, uh, their, their officer, Eric Curry, said in a statement, Sheriff Baker made a decision to protect the public, his employees, and the residents in his care. During this unprecedented time, the lobby of the public safety center was inundated with individuals wanting pistol purchase permits, making it impossible to meet newly imposed restrictions on public gatherings. Do you uh, hear? Uh, go ahead. You, you, you spotted I, I, it. Go I, ahead. I, I go got ahead. a question for yeah, you. Go ahead. How is denying someone their Second Amendment rights protecting the public? Well, Earl, because if you want to get in line to get a pistol purchase permit, you obviously can't social distance or wear a mask during the COVID epidemic of 2020 of Wake County, oh, North Carolina. The, 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 the COVID scamdemic? The COVID scamdemic. Exactly right. Exactly right. So that's... Um, that's obviously what happened here, and, and yeah, it's 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 incredible what 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 you just read, what we just read, and what you just made example of, Earl. He made the decision to protect the public. So he made the decision to protect the public by denying them the right to a purchase a firearm during a time of crisis. And I'm going to steal a little bit of your thunder. Biggest thing coming out of here, okay? You can kind of look at it as as a win that you know he's got to pay out money, but the most important thing, and unfortunately, I kind of consider this a little bit of a loss. The court did not find that the sheriff violated any constitutional or statutory rights. Uh, Pay some money, but you 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 didn't violate anybody's rights. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how you could be told um, we're not going to find you at fault. But you're going to pay twenty six thousand dollars and three hundred dollars. Yeah, I. Uh, that, yeah, that 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 that's got me concerned. I mean, okay, great. People are getting you know uh, the thirteen hundred dollars to the plaintiffs. It doesn't specify, but I'm I'm kind of thinking that that's probably thirteen hundred dollars spread around to how many different people, and that's probably their their application fees it's refunded. Probably to it's probably them. the refunded yeah, fees. That's, yeah, that's my guess. Yeah. And yeah. okay, great, but. Yeah. The court doesn't think he violated your rights. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll pay the thirteen hundred dollars to them, give them their money back to keep this in there to where that they would look. Uh, not that's the important thing. It's yeah. not the, the money. It's doing this didn't violate anybody's rights. Wow. According to this uh, public information officer, he said the sheriff, Sheriff Baker, did not and does not want to prevent anyone lawfully entitled to possess a firearm from exercising their Second Amendment rights. Except, of course, Earl, when they prevent anyone from lawfully uh, possessing a firearm under their Second Amendment rights. So they don't want to do that unless they're, they're when they do it. Right. Then it's right, okay to right. do it. They don't want to do it, but when they do it, it's okay to do it. They just don't want to do it. I, 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 this, always, this brings to mind something I've been seeing here and there online. Anytime you let the government violate your rights because because of an emergency, there will probably always be an emergency so they can violate your rights. Two weeks to flatten the curve, Earl. Oh, yeah. Two uh-huh. weeks to flatten yeah. the curve. Uh-huh. And here we are 
Uh, 17 months later, 15, well, 16 months later. In, in my mind, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve. Yep. Yeah, two years later, yep. yeah. still going on. Exactly right, exactly right. Let's see, it says uh, that, that the sheriff's uh, attorney argued to have the plaintiff's case dismissed at the earliest possible stage. However, the court held that the case could proceed rather than incur the expenses of discovery, motions, trial, and appeal. The decision was made to settle the matter. And as you said, the sheriff agreed to the 25000 attorney fees, $1,300 in the plaintiffs. Uh, and again, when they, when I guess when he accepted his... Uh, it, admonishment via finage and, uh, and slap, on, slap yeah. on the hand. Yeah, that um, be- because they agreed ahead of time, he didn't have to be found liable or guilty of violating any constitutional or statutory rights. Um, the uh, let's see here, let's see here, let's see here. Uh, the court didn't find he had. This is according to the statement from the sheriff's office. The court didn't find he had violated anyone's rights. Is disin disingenuous at best since the court didn't rule on anything this was a settlement let's be clear on that this was a settlement this was not um a uh this was not the sheriff's victory at all uh this is the uh valones from the uh from one of the uh, the the, he's one of the the plaintiffs here one of the uh, the gentlemen from uh uh the organizations that filed suit against the sheriff um he's from the grassroots north carolina is who is the organization he's from um so this is this is just you know your 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 typical kind of nonsense, and it's great to see. It's great to see people like FPC, Grassroots North Carolina. It's great to see the Second Amendment Fire, Second Amendment Foundation stand up to these sheriffs and say, okay, now uh, uh, Earl, this should immediately roll into the the court case that's pending against uh, Charlotte from last week uh, from the Mecklenburg County Sheriff's Office. Those guys are they didn't just close it down for a couple of weeks. They're still shut down. They're, they're well, they're not shut down. They're eight months behind because you know. The COVID. Yeah. The COVID. The COVID. Uh-huh. Oh, when we sure. get back, I've got to tell you a COVID story. I've got to tell you a, a, a COVID story that I that I got uh, uh, today uh, or this week. Uh, folks, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from uh, from the MagSwag.com studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The South Carolina governor that was you know, shooting a gun at uh, Palmetto State. It's a suppressed SBR, AR. The Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms. Two minutes. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? 
We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the cert pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the cert pistols have a warranty? All of our cert training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Um, Earl, I I heard a a couple of weird, weird um, COVID stories this week. Okay. Uh, And and listen, I'm I'm not trying to... um, you know, t- talk about uh, uh, you know it, it, policies and laws one way or the other. At this point, um, I just want to tell you what I heard. Some of the craziness that I heard about uh, uh, about things about um, COVID this week. One of them was, um, and this was this was real. This was a, a, a gentleman that uh, I've met before, and uh, uh, he was concerned um, that uh, that his that his spouse that she should get the COVID vaccine. Because she's not a smoker. I want to make sure you heard that right. Huh? She's not a smoker, so she should get the vaccine. Because people that smoke get the vac get get uh, the COVID less than other people that smoke that don't smoke. So smokers get it less. Uh, okay, <laughs> right? I'm little to, little what, brain hurt going on there. Yeah, right I'm now, trying right to now? trying to. Where's where's he coming up with and, that? And, and I and I was like, well, I don't see how that would make sense because, um, if you're a smoker, don't you have less lung capacity? Typically. Uh, so wouldn't that make you more at risk if you if you got it because you need all the so. oxygen you get? Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure, but then then I thought, well, um, what if it's, you know, because we we know that the um, that you get. If you get uh, when you smoke it, it puts hot air in the lungs, right? Okay. Maybe the maybe the hot air kills the kills the COVID. Well, we figure all superheated all, air. Right? All all air that goes into the lungs is ninety eight point six. Right, but but I mean, what if you put fiery air in there? You know, like <laughs> yeah, Rrr. no, no, they're not going to survive that. Um, yeah, so I was. I mean, it got to the point where I was like, I'm, I, I, what? I, yeah, I yeah. can't follow that line. Yeah. I think it was he thinking that you know I smoke all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm making my lungs work harder, so they're strong. You know, it's like you know all, all the alcoholics. Yeah. You know, you know the, the T-shirts you see all the time in Key West, Florida. Liver is bad. It must be punished. Yeah, right, right, yeah. You know, yeah. giving my liver a workout this weekend or yeah. something. What does that mean? Yeah, drinking like crazy. Maybe they're thinking that they're they're giving their lungs a workout yeah. and they're stronger and can fight fight it better so so i looked it up i looked it up uh and um uh 
If only it, we had a device says where we could figure out this Smokers are likely to be more vulnerable to COVID-19. So don't believe the bar trivia you hear. Yeah, no, yeah. Smokers are definitely more likable. And just like we thought, because they may already have some kind of lung disease or, or reduced uh, lung capacity, which would increase their risk of serious illness. The, the, yeah. new, the new buzzword is that that's a comorbidity. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, second, th- they'll still put it. It could be stage four lung cancer. Right. Yep. COVID death. Um, uh, second, uh, second one I heard this week uh, at, uh, at 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 uh, one of the offices I was uh, stopping by and doing a little a little work with. Okay, they were trying to get a. Uh, you mean goofing off? Goofing off. Okay. They they have a they have a little party I guess they're having for uh, their, their 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 I don't know the company party or whatever they got coming up. Okay, um, and uh, uh, they wanted to get the uh, they were going to have the event catered. They wanted to bring in food for their for the you know to get it catered. Okay, um, but the place they were going to be holding their celebration. Said no, we have our own food here, right? And they said, well, we'd like to bring in our own food, you know. And yeah, we just want to use the building. We right, don't want right. we don't want your food, right? Right. And and they said, well, we can't do that. And they asked them why, and they said, well, because of COVID. Because if you bring in your own food, there's more chance that there could be COVID in it, and we want to maintain, you know, less COVID here. Wow, COVID's being used for everything. Just, just be honest. No, we want to make more money off of you. You're yeah. renting the building. We want to sell you food too. I was like, it's like, wait a second. So they're they're trying to say that that you could transport COVID and food now. Is that how this works? We got the foodborne COVID disease. Is this is this uh, uh, you know COVID food poisoning? What do we what do we got here? It just. Just you know, uh, awestruck, awestruck by the uh, by the and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To get the uh, to get the the stupid, get the stupid yeah. going on. I'm not worried about COVID. I'm worried about stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they get the, I you you might be trying to prevent the COVID, but you got the stupid going on. That's <laughs> what you got. <laughs> uh, um, Earl, you ever had the chance to get up to uh, Kentucky to the uh, the Knob Creek machine gun shoot? Yes. Yeah. Well, if you don't go this October, you're not going to get to go anymore. What? Yeah, they're canceling it. Canceling. Well, it's not canceling it. I guess it's just coming to an end. Oh um, man! After 50 years, the Knob, Cro- Knob Creek machine gun shoots coming to an end. Uh, iconic show in Bullitt County typically happens twice a year. It now it was canceled in April uh, because of the pandemic. Because right, of this right. pandemic. Um, so the last one will be this October 8th and 9th. Uh, that's uh, you know Saturday Sunday. It used to be a Friday Saturday Sunday. Right. It used to be a Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday. Uh, well, now it's the 8th and 9th, and I'm not even sure if that's Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday. But it's down to two days. Friday and Saturday. Okay. Um, those participating in the shoot can shoot a wide variety of used appliances, abandoned vehicles, and barrels of, fil- of fuel with pyrotechnic charges attached. Uh, collectors and gun enthusiasts from across the world have attended this event, including myself and uh, Mr. Earl. Yeah. Uh, the owners say the gun range will remain open, but uh, they are just getting to the point now where uh, they've decided, and this is uh, what we've been able to learn. We've talked to many of the uh, the vendors there and many of the uh, firearms specialists that go there, is that I guess it has passed from the owner there at the Knob Creek Range is, a, is a, an, uh, an older gentleman. Uh, I mean, he's not super old. He's, uh, you know, he's... Uh, 60s, you know, something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but he's decided. Um, uh, listen, I'm not going to live my life here at this gun range for the rest of my life. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to retire, uh, and I'm going to take what I got. I'm going to travel the uh, travel the country and travel the world. But All he has right. a couple. Of, he has a couple of kids. Okay. So the kids are in their 30s, 40s, and they he said uh, they said uh, my my children, I bequeath thee 
with the Knob Creek machine gun shoot. And they said, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pops, we got, we, we, got, we got stuff to do. We don't want to do this. Oh, man. And that's what it came down to. It's, uh, you know, so at this point, uh. there is no one to take over the, the shoot. Uh, really, because the family just said, we don't, wanna, we don't want the hassle. Um, and now the family's still keeping the range, and this guy's still going to own the range. So my thinking, Earl, is by the time we come around to April next year or maybe even October of next year, so the, the one that would be six months from now or seven months from now and the one that would be just over a year from now, I think we see it back. I think we find. I think somebody yeah, I, else comes in. I, I hope so. And yeah. says, "Let us run it for you, you know, and we'll pay you. You know, we'll do everything, and we'll just pay you a fee." Right. Yeah. We, we just look for the range rental for the two days. Uh, here's fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, or, or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, not only was it a, a, a machine gun shoot, it grew into a nationwide known. Gun show. Oh, my, uh, of, yeah, yeah. Of standard firearms and class three. And, and ridiculous stuff, though. You'd go up there and you'd be like, I'm looking for a pintle mount for a M1917, uh, but it's got to be the water cooled. Uh, oh, eight tables down, two on the left. You'll see them there. Yeah. yeah you know. and, and, and I saw the two things that stick out of the things I saw at the show was a transferable, meaning it was made before 86, minigun. Oh, yeah. And the one that I even get more excited about than that, and that's pretty damn cool. That's pretty excited. Is uh, taking the vendor at their word of the. uh, I did not examine it, but I believe they had provenance. Okay. Of provenance. Provenance. Oh, thank you, you. thank you, provenance. You you knew what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking like he went to Rhode Island. I thought he went to Uh, Knob Creek, but that's right. Provenance of a. Working prototype, not oh. the, but a working prototype of the Browning Bar. Oh wow, wow! And just thinking, John Moses Browning probably handled his hands were on that. this yeah. rifle yeah. 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 in you know yeah. refining yeah. Yeah. the platform of the Browning automatic rifle. Yeah. Oh, that and and in in the world of guns, yep. I mean there was. You'd have to see Samuel Colt to find better. Yeah, him or uh, you know Gene uh, uh, Stoner. Eugene Stoner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, in the yeah. in the whole scheme of things, uh, fifteen thousand comes to mind. Yeah. And granted, this was oh, how many years ago was that? Yeah, uh, was it was over a period of two. <laughs> it was over a decade ago. X, so X equals. Yeah, I mean, it you know it's expensive, yeah. but for the piece of history that that was, that was cheap. Yeah. Oh boy, that is that is ridiculous. Uh, folks, listen, that's the first hour of the program. Stick around. We've got more program coming back for you uh, after the break. Uh, but uh, oh, listen, I'm, I'm trying to, I think we got Major Bill. I think we got Major Bill. Trying to get a special guest coming on uh, you know, to talk about an event coming up next weekend. So we'll see how it goes. But uh, until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you in a few. Stick around. Break time. Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, 
curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Mag Swag Studios. Uh, please welcome back uh, to the program. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming back. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Um, we are Arms Room Radio, and we, uh, I, I am uh, here to help you through the rest of the program. About an hour to go. Uh, I do not do the program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick, real quick and uh, introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Man, those six-minute breaks fly by now. Fly by. Fly by. Fly by. If you, uh, you, if you close your eyes, they fly right by. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. How, how was your break? Everything go right during the break? Good oh, for, yes. Everything good oh, for yes. You? Good to go. Good to go, sir. Good to go. Good to know. Good to hear. Um, I, I, you know, not necessarily gun-related, but I do want to spend uh, maybe a segment here talking about um, uh, what's going on in Afghanistan. Oh, uh, yeah. If, if we can, if we can. Well, um, it's Afghanistan. It's gun related. Oh, it's, yeah, it's absolutely good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's warlord related. It's gun related. It's mortar related. It's armored fighting vehicle related. Um, what, uh, what we have going on there in uh, Afghanistan, for, for those that have not uh, uh, been paying attention, is the, um, well, it's the, it's, the, it's the losing of Afghanistan. Uh, and, and I want to give you kind of a historical. You know, my take on it, I guess, because, you know what, I was there. So I was there for over a year, and I get to give you my take on it. Uh, if you don't like it, um, <laughs> it's there's a little switch right there that says, uh, you know, if, uh, go to a different channel. Hey, it, yeah. it's a button now. Oh, it's a button now. Yeah. Okay, go to the button. Go to the button. Or, you know, do the whole, uh, 
Hey, Laverne, uh, change the channel or whatever you named your your, uh, <laughs> your, 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 your your dot or your spot at your house or whatever it is. Uh, so um, how we got there. How we got there is uh, this was the home base for the Taliban that trained uh, for, you know, for many years uh, and, and brought down the Twin Towers, whether you were conspiracy theory or not. Um, you know, and killed uh, you know upwards of uh, three thousand Americans or, or near three thousand Americans there. Uh, I think it's over three thousand with all of the nine uh, eleven respiratory deaths that we've seen right. you know, that have, that have right. come from that. So, um, and um, uh, listen, uh, it didn't take long to topple them. What took a very long time was was doing some nation building. And uh, listen, you could say you don't agree with nation building, but I got to tell you something. Um, after World War One. When um, when when Germany um, was defeated, uh, and and we and we and we won World War One, and we defeated uh, you know the Axis there, Germany and Austria, um, uh, you know you know what we did, Earl. You know, I'll tell you what. You know what we didn't do. We didn't do any nation rebuilding. Yeah, unfortunately. And uh, and inside of uh, you know uh, twenty years, uh, you know Hitler was at full strength, full power. You know, 21 years later and started World War Two. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. At the end of World War Two, you, you know what we did? We set up a constabulary. We reestablished a German government. Us, the uh, the English, the French, uh, and the and the Russians, um, and um, and we set up our own. We set up a government. You know, the Russians ended up breaking off. That's so how we ended up with East Germany and West Germany. But then we had the reunification back there in '89. Uh, so, you know that's 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 what we did, and 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 Earl, guess what? The end of World War Two was fifty five seventy six years ago, mm-hmm. seventy six years ago. Still, American soldiers in Germany. Yeah. Still, American soldiers, American Air Force uh, in Germany. Yeah, say one of our biggest bases in Europe is in Germany. Exactly right. A couple of them. Uh, Rammstein. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ram, Ramstein. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. Well, depending on eh, depending on if you're in the north or south. That's all right. right. Okay. Um, uh, Japan. All right. Same thing at the end of World War II. Uh, MacArthur went in there and became the governor of Japan, and and set up their form their new form of government. Um, and guess what you have? Uh, and he did in the Philippines also. Um, you have uh, one of you have America's strongest uh, ally in in Asia and in, in the Pacific. Yeah. All right. And here it is, seventy-six years later, and we still have military forces there. All right, um, Vietnam. All right, we pulled out of Saigon, uh, and we said, Duh, "You're on your own." Listen, See you. We, We're out. We showed you how to do it, and now you're on your own. Goodbye, goodbye. And, and guess what happened? That took uh, just about two years. Just about two years. And I really think the North Vietnamese waited two years because they thought it was a trick. They thought we were going to be like, oh, they attack south. Oh, here we come again. And we were going to catch them all at the border and kill them all. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't think they had the intel gathering, the sophistication of gathering like we do now for intel these days. Now, you get Afghanistan. People get all upset. Oh, we're in there fighting for oil, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I'll tell you something, folks. By the way, if, if, if somebody says we're fighting a war for oil, I, I, you know what? I'm okay. I'm all right with fighting a war for oil. Because to the victors goes the spoils. You're telling me you wouldn't like 10 cents a gallon for gasoline? Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Just, you know what? We're not even going to rebuild. We're just going to make this the 51st state or make it a territory of the United States. Now, 
mind you, there's there, there's no oil in Afghanistan. I was going to say, a, yeah, that, no, that, that, that's more Iraq. Right. Not, it's, not a, it's, it's, a, it's a natural gas. And listen, um, Earl and I, we've got, the, we've got the market on natural gas, just so you know. <laughs> hey, so, hey, hey. Um, hey, we got a little barbecue in the south. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just barbecue saying. and yeah. baked beans. That's it. Uh, you know, fried uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. And coleslaw. Oh, coleslaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the mayonnaise and the potato salad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you uh, if somebody tells me, yeah, I, oh, it's it's a war for oil. Yeah, okay, fine. Let's go it. Let's do it. Let's do war for oil, and uh, and we'll have to you know a nickel a nickel a gallon for gasoline. Let's do it. Because by the way, guess what gasoline cost in Iraq? Yeah, a dime. <laughs> a dime, okay. Uh, never been a problem over there. So we pulled out of Afghanistan, and look what's happening. Um, listen, President Trump was not. We were not pulling every troop out of Afghanistan. We were, always had plans to leave a couple thousand behind, and that's those were going to continue to train and just enough to keep the Taliban on the opposite side of the fence to let them know that. Uh, hey, listen, we might not have a full contingency here. But if you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Right. That's and, how it is. And just me being, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong too. But just as a know nothing civilian, I kind of figured the situation uh, in in the Middle East, we would probably never 100 percent, you know, be be vacant from Afghanistan. Just just because of uh, I I would much rather fight them in their backyard than our backyard. Yeah, and there's listen. There's a lot of huge reasons here. Unlike uh, Vietnam, uh, it is similar in a little bit of ways, but Afghan's a tribal-based area. The, just calling it a country is is, is almost a misnomer. You, unless you're in a major city, nobody there even knows what country they're in. They're just part of a tribe. Whether it's uh, uh, you know the uh, uh, the Pashtuns or the uh, uh, um, the, the Kazakhs, just they, they're just all they, they they wander around over there. Um, yeah, but now every city's gone. They're rolling over. I think Kabul's about the only one left standing, and it's taken all of you know a month, two months yeah, to happen. Yeah. So, uh, I guess listen. The good point is I'm I'm crossing cities off a map where I don't have to go visit anymore. <laughs> oh, it's so blue. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to be part of your. Yeah, no. You're rebuilding your country. No, 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 no. No, no. no not anymore. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSite.com studios. We'll be back after the break. Hey, I've got a uh, Rick Hector on the line yes, for you. Yes, yes, Rick will be arm. joining us next segment, yes. Perfect. The Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Um... Innovation. Sometimes we do performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR 15, AR 10, and AK 47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. 
That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Two minutes, bourbon. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join. Ten seconds. So this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the MagSwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We're glad everybody could join us, especially... Especially for this segment, because it's always a treat when we get to bring a good friend on the program, especially somebody with a with a, a noblest cause and, and, and a pure drive as this gentleman has. Please welcome back to the program the true rock star from Detroit, Mr. Rick Hector. Rick, welcome to the program. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. You know what? Such a pleasant surprise that I could get on today, man. Well, listen, uh, you know, the, there's really nobody listening anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal to squeeze you in. So, you know, was, <laughs> we didn't have anything That's else better I to do. That's what about you, man. You have blunt, brutal honesty, and that is so rare in this world that when you hear it, it's funny. <laughs> We uh we, we we you know we aim to please you know that's that's our that's our goal here on Arms Room Radio is to you know we aim to please we we aim to hit the target too sometimes but that's not really our specialty that's yours and that's what you got coming up this weekend. Um, not this weekend, next weekend. Oh well, that's it, man. I'm saying yeah, this upcoming weekend. Yes, yes, yes. Which would which yeah, would make sense because weekend, yeah, man. Me and uh, a few gun loving, freedom loving. 
Gun Owners Men, we're going to empower some women. This is part of uh, an annual program. As a matter of fact, this is the 10th consecutive year. As you know, uh, during the height of the pandemic, you know, we uh, threw caution to the wind, took an abundance of caution, and uh, we trained... Uh, man, was it 1,938 last year? Yes, sir. Uh, undaunted, we thought we'd try to double it up, man. Try to do it. And see if we can do 4,000. Well, now listen, undaunted, you decided to double it up. We, I mean, we're there to help, but but brother, I got to tell you, I thought maybe we could have gone up a third. You know, I didn't know about 100% up. That's a lot, but uh, aim high, we, baby. We, aim high. We, we will do it. We will do everything we can. And, and, and that's a. That's a and, and right, right, right. <laughs> it, 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 1938 last year. Say, oh, well, you know what? I think we can do 2,000 this year. Let's shoot for 2,000, man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Listen, yeah, because I know we did. Uh, I think the goal was fifteen hundred last year, and 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 you broke that yeah. on on uh, on on Saturday on the first day. Um, pretty, you yeah, know, pretty, first day we had twelve hundred at, yeah. at the first range we were got, and uh, I was like, wow, man, maybe I didn't push it. Maybe I didn't try hard enough, you know. And so undaunted, I'm doubling up, right, yep. for twice the time to get twice the result. And you know what? Yeah, we were like, well, hey, Skippy, you're uh, pretty ambitious, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, why not, man? Rick, um, tell people the name of the organization. I'm going to give you, let you make the uh, the big blast with it. You know, that way the FCC finds you and not me. <laughs> the name of the organization is Laid. One of my catchphrases, catch call signs is I want you to get laid in Detroit, right? Legally armed in Detroit, laid. Nice, uh, and it, nice. It, it, it never fails to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it always catches. It always catches the eye. Everybody sees it, and it works. Now, um, Listen, we've had the pleasure to come up there and, and assist uh, the last couple of years. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back up there this weekend. Earl's sitting here with me. He's back up there. We're bringing a couple of our instructor friends because, listen, you don't train 4,000 women by yourself. you you, you got to have help. Um, what, um, you know, what, what's, the, what's the planning been like? Are you, is, is there going to be enough ammo? I mean, how's our weather looking? Uh, you know, are, are we positive here? Are we, are we, are we, are we got good yeah. thoughts? I, you know what? I, I, I throw caution to the wind with regards to uh, weather, man. Hey, you know, it rained uh, last year uh, for a couple hours uh, on that Sunday last year. You <laughs> and know? I, yeah, and I think that brought uh, actually in, it, it, that brought you bigger numbers because people needed something to do indoors. Yeah, and uh, some people were like, hey, let's go to the gun range. It's raining. So I, I don't know. Maybe we should hope for rain. <laughs> Just just a light rain, you know, enough so you can drive, but you you you, you can you gonna want to do an indoor activity. Yeah, it's an indoor activity. You know, uh, I don't know if I could do this kind of thing out in the outdoor range, and then outdoor ranges they aren't necessarily accessible geographically to where I am. So, you know what? It, just do it yeah. at the gun range. Man. We got That's a it. couple of gun ranges, as you know. Uh, Recoil and uh, Top Gun, they, they're they a decent size, and yep. they have ample space outside of their facility, so if we ever need to run a line outside the door or around the building, as we did last year, you know, we That's definitely it. have the space. Rick, but, tell uh, I'm really excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So tell me about well, the level. Tell me about the level of training that a, that a woman's going to get at this event. Oh, it's it's going to be pretty basic, man. And you know, I always get some some knucklehead that'll chime in on social media somewhere or, or some forum while we're talking about it, and they say, "Oh, well, you know, they're talking about firearm training, man." You need to have at least a 12-hour class, and you need to learn how to, you know, do this and do that and get the gun and, you know, make sure you keep your finger off the trigger as you jump over and scale a 10-foot <laughs> wall and all this other stuff. But I'm like, man, look, this is for people who are serious about guns. They have heard about it. They want to know more. Every time we look at our local broadcast on the news, man, there's always some heinous atrocity that's occurring. If you are curious and don't have anywhere to turn, you have a desire, I'm here to remove all the boundaries, man. You don't need to even own a gun. You don't need to have ammunition. You don't need someone to teach you. You don't need safety glasses. You don't need earplugs, hearing protection. All you have to do is sign up for free on your handheld device. Now, the handheld device I'm talking about is a cell phone. <laughs> a cell phone, use your browser, register, and I'm not nosy. I don't want to know what your, you know, sins that you conduct in private are, man. I just want you to give me your name, whatever you go by, and even a disposable email or a legitimate email. I mean, you can get an email address from anywhere, and we'll send you a receipt over the Internet. It'll have your virtual ticket. Display it. Come on inside. We'll give you a rain safety briefing. There'll be a ton of people there. You can even network. People come, and they network with complete, total strangers. The next thing you know, they have friends that they bonded with while they were in line or while they were in training. But the rain safety briefing, man, it's not rocket science. I mean, some people, and these, these knucklehead yahoos, man, they want to make it seem like you need to have a Ph.D. 12 years of training to learn how to safely handle, aim, and discharge a gun at a target and have some positive results. That's We're going to teach That's you it. how to be safe with a gun. The basic, fundamental firearm safety, right? Keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's and uh, that's it. it's going to be safe. That's One it. One shooter per instructor, right? That person is going to babysit you so that if anything weird happens, like maybe you have a squib load for people who don't know what a squib load is, or maybe, you know, maybe a uh, hot brass goes down your shirt and you have temporary leave of your assistant. Someone is there to help ensure that you are safe, folks. It's you it's know. it's a great training event. It's it's I can't wonderful. Wait, man. Yeah, it's 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 going to happen. It's going to and we're going to hit that four thousand, and then next year Rick's going to want to make it twenty two thousand or something ridiculous <laughs> after the, the year after that. Um, and, and we're going to do it. And listen, I'm not exactly with you, right? <laughs> I'll tell you what, folks. 
Um, if you're if you're a, if you're a trainer, you, can, you there's probably room for you to come help. But if you're not and you're in the Detroit area listening, and I know you are, get your butt over there. And I'll tell you what, this is the, the best part about this. This is pure firearm safety training. There's no politics involved. Nobody's trying to sell you anything here. This is pure firearm safety training to keep you and your family safe. Rick, what's that website where they can go so they could sign up on on their mobile device? On their mobile device, on their cell phone, their laptop, or if you even have a desktop, just get connected to the Internet, and you can go over to my blog, LegallyArmedInDetroit.com. LegallyArmedInDetroit.com. Just think laid. Don't go to laid.com. No, that's a different website. I don't know what you'll get over there. Go to LegallyArmedInDetroit.com. It's a big, giant post there. You can't miss it. Or if you're connected with me on Facebook, if people are still over there, go over to my Rick Firearm Academy of Detroit page. And there's like, the page is like littered with, with information Perfect. and Perfect. links. Find Perfect. the link, click it, give me your name and email, and uh, we'll see you at the appointed date and time. Rick, wonderful. Thank you, sir. And we will see you uh, this weekend as well. Folks, Rick Ector, go to legallyarmedindetroit.com. Well, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magstrike.com studios. We'll be back after the break. 40 kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly... No major bill yet. I'll keep an eye out. ...who have been where I had been before said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now... Oh, that's probably him right there. ...now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is invaluable, sir. To be honest, I don't know I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. I'm doing well. To learn more, call one 8772 Visit Wounded Warrior Project. All right, I got him. Roger, roger. Uh, two minutes. Play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know. What's not supposed to be in your everyday. So, can you hear that weird feedback when I put them on preview? Just 
say something to a I, I wasn't listening. Go, do it again. Young men just don't see. Yeah, I do. Have them reconnect. See what They're happens. They're too busy with their ear pods. Okay, I'll tell them. It's iPods and video games. Whatever. Can, can Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs, and it's the law. So got about a minute. Having them a call back. Okay. Access.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Sergeant Matthew A. Harmon died August 14, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Harmon, 29, of Bagley, Minnesota, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 2nd Infantry Regiment, 172nd Infantry Brigade, Grafenbeer, Germany. Harmon was killed in action in the Yaha Kel District, Paktipa Province, Afghanistan, while conducting vehicle operations and encountered a secondary explosion while dismounted. Matthew Allen Harmon attended Foston High School and committed to the Army National Guard during his senior year. He graduated with the class of 2000 and soon after attended basic training. After basic, he attended the University of North Dakota where they met, he met the love of his life, Nicole. Prior to Grafenvier, he was stationed in Baumholder, Germany. Harmon had successfully completed two prior tours in Iraq and had just begun a 12-month tour in Afghanistan. Three weeks into the tour, while on a mission to recover a vehicle, an improvised explosive device detonated, resulting in Matthew's death. Also killed was Corporal Joseph Van Drummel, 32, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment of the program, as you've done since day one. Folks, if you would like to hear somebody on the Fallen Hero segment, somebody you know, somebody you've read about in a book, somebody you've seen in a movie, just reach out to us and it'd be an honor to do their uh, segment on them, uh, dedicated to them. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Hey, you know, not too shabby, sir. How about you? Doing well, doing well. Well, you know, it's, it's a little shaggy out. There's, uh, we, had, we had a little visit from uh, from Fred, and uh, then, then Grace is going to be coming by to grace us with her presence. 
So uh, it's going to be it's going to be soggy for uh, the next week or so. You see, you you must be in the wet, flat part of Florida, but Earl and I we're in the uh, well, the not so flat and a little less wet part. I guess <laughs> you know, it's not like there's a yeah. lot of difference. It's just yeah. a couple hours away, and uh, you happen to be the part down there that sticks out into the water where we uh, we're in the middle part where we get to uh, you know uh, sit forty miles from the ocean. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's uh, you know what's what's a uh, inch or two between friends, right? Yeah, that's the difference between an ooh and an ah. You know, so, <laughs> so, so. that's right. That's right. Uh, so, uh, so what is what is new with you, sir? How are things going in the world of uh, law enforcement? Well, you know, it's uh, George George the George Floyd incident happened huh. what um, about a year and a half or so ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, right years. about there. Yep. Uh, well, and. And Minneapolis was, uh, and especially Minneapolis Police Department, was ground zero for the whole defund the police movement. Right. Uh, and you saw major uh, liberal cities throughout the country started slashing police budgets with Minneapolis uh, being the lead where they slashed uh, almost $20 million uh, in their budget 2018-2019 uh, uh, going into 2019-2020. Uh, and on into 21. Well, the uh, Jacob Frey, who's the uh, mayor of Minneapolis, unveiled his budget plan on Friday. And uh, would you care to know what's going on with that? Oh, I would love to know, sir. Well, in his $1.6 billion spending plan, he has proposed to uh, increase the Minneapolis Police Department budget uh, by just shy of $30 million. <laughs> they were slashed to about $164, um, and now they want to bring it back up to $192 million uh, because, uh, I don't know, crime is through the roof, uh, and you know, all these different things that are going on. And the epiphany that he's having, along with a lot of other cities, is... Um, you know, police department budgets may not be the budgets you want to uh, curtail a little bit to pay for some of these, uh, uh, you know, violence prevention and mental health uh, programs that a lot of these cities want to implement. And on one hand, I can agree that, you know, using, uh, you know, violence prevention, crime prevention, uh, mental health uh Things like that are, are great programs, and police may not necessarily be the ones to have to respond to that, but who else are you going to call at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, is the police department. So uh, we see a lot of these cities are now reversing course uh, and are wanting to refund uh, the police department uh, or their police departments, uh, but it's not coming at a cheap cost. Uh, in Minneapolis, they're looking at, uh, they want to rely on a 5.45% property tax increase, uh, and they're also looking at an increase uh, for $140 for owner-occupied homes uh, and $360 for apartment buildings valued just over $1 million and $186 for their commercial properties uh, that the uh, residents are going to face to have to bring this 1.6 
billion dollar budget to uh, fruition. Uh, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, like with, with any government budget, there's a lot of, uh, what I work in here is there's a lot of pork uh, that, that they want to of course. do yeah. uh, with it. And, uh, you know, it, okay, but it's just like with everything else, they're, they're realizing that, uh, you know, you may be attacking the wrong area if you want to uh, fund different programs. Now, you know, taking it away from one is not really going to help the other. You look at Los Angeles that established a mental health response unit, and they are so far behind in calls for service that they're going that they're going back to relying on police response. Right. So, uh, knee-jerk reactions to things, folks, is really not the way to do it. But sometimes people need a painful lesson. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you, you, you make a little mention there, and it just it brings up a, a story that I recall. I remember being a, a young supervisor, and I, I wanted to get rid of the, the calls that were holding, and you've, I'm sure you've had this as well. You're trying to get officers dispatched out to get to, get to the calls because you've got calls holding. And it's almost like you got that attitude like, oh, i got to meet the two-minute requirement at McDonald's, otherwise I lose my rating, right? Um, well, I remember saying... Uh, um, and listen, uh, you know, my, or my, my supervisor, my boss telling me, listen, there were calls holding when I got here. There'll be calls holding when we leave. Um, and I, I couldn't help but think exactly. to myself was, yeah, but I don't want it to be the same call. You know, it's just, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be the same call. You know, it should be. But, but yeah, um, listen, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is great news that, I mean, especially out of, you know, Minnesota. Um, I guess the lesson didn't work. I guess, I guess the whole um, well, we're just going to defund. I guess that doesn't work. Like you said, you know, when, at three o'clock in the morning, when that social worker don't show up, when uh, when old when old drunk man is out there beating the hell out of the wife in the middle of the street, that you know that doesn't work. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And you know, if you, you defund the police, uh, it doesn't mean that crime's going to go away. Uh, and as we've seen it, it just increases uh, because you know what's the old adage? You know, when the, when the cat's away, the mouse will play. Uh, well, that's what we've been seeing, and it's, it's anarchy uh, in a lot of areas. And, and trying to put the genie back in the bottle is not going to be so easy for these cities. No, it's, it's, it's not. And a lot of people are, you know, no matter what, they're not going to remember that we refunded the police, you know, because defund the police means defund the peace. Uh, and, and that's what they realized over the past year. So, um, Major, thank you for the, for the great update. I, I wasn't even aware that that was going on in Minneapolis, so that's great news. Uh, and thank you to you and all your folks out there. Please be safe. Absolutely. I'm a physician and believe. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. Here's the Arsenal Radio from the MagSwag.com studios. The guys will see you right after the break. Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, yeah. then you're yeah. wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Two minutes. Radio sent you. Two Mark. minutes. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Here we go. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. There's a couple of good calls right in a row there. We got uh, we had uh, we had uh, Rick Ector from Legally Armed in Detroit, and folks, don't forget it's LegallyArmedInDetroit.com. LegallyArmedInDetroit.com. Don't go to the acronym.com. Don't no. do, don't do that. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. No. Um, if you have a problem with that, though, you can file a complaint at uh, with the White House at WhiteHouse.com. No, 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 no. That's not no, it? What is no, it? What is it? No, no. WhiteHouse.gov? WhiteHouse.gov. Yes. There we go. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Gotcha. Yep. I do know if you need a good pen, though, you should go to Penn Island. Uh, no? No. Don't go to Penn Island? <laughs> no. No? Don't go to Penn Island. No. Okay. Get your Mont Blanc or something like that? There? No. No? All right. No. Nice firm pen. No. You can use your hand. All right. No. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um... Hey, you know, um, I, I talked with uh, our, our good uh, good friend and uh, part-time uh, co-host, uh, Attorney Kevin Maxwell, this week. Yes. And um, How's he doing? Oh, great. He's doing wonderful. He's having the time of his life. He is in a bare-knuckle brawl. He's getting ready standing to... Standing there with a couple of karambits in his hand, going toe-to-toe, face-to-face with the ATF right now. Yes, he is. He is in yes, his is. glory. <laughs> he is... I mean, like... Like, like, I mean, it's almost as if you had like a, a Marvel superhero movie, and you needed somebody with five stones to put the glove on and battle, and, and you know the 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 Thanos of of, of ATF, and and it's Kevin, yep, and, and it's Kevin Maxwell, and he's standing there just drooling, drooling with 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 with. Oh, I can't believe I get to do this. They I can't believe I get to do this. They don't realize the hornet's nest they smacked. Oh, listen. Um, 
Uh, folks, and I, I want to give you a little brief on this, um, and then we'll, we got another topic we're going to jump into. But um, um, uh, Kevin is the lawyer for Rare Breed Triggers. Yes. Rare Breed Triggers is a, uh, a quick resetting trigger. It's a drop-in trigger system. It's a forced reset. Forced trigger. reset. Thank you. Forced reset um, trigger system drop into an AR. Uh, five, five, six ARs seems to be where it works. Um, and it, uh, if you... If you can figure out how to make it work correctly, it's 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 a tuning system, basically. Right, you got you got to play with the the right. buffer weight and spring a correct, little bit, correct. possibly. Um, and it's kind of like it works kind of like like a, how a bump fire stock would be. Not that it's a bump fire, but but that once you learned how to make it sing, once you learned how to play this instrument, it's play, it played sweet music. Yes, um, and that's the same with the rare breed trigger. Yes, once you know how to manipulate it. It fires uh, to a speed that would resemble a full automatic. Okay, um, it's not though because it's a forced reset trigger. Correct. And there's other forced reset triggers on the market um, that have been approved by the ATF. Well, they decided to let this rare breed trigger company know that the ATF said uh, we don't approve. We don't. Yeah, sounds pretty sweet to me. Sounds like a sewing machine going at it. Um, and uh, that was yours truly. Yeah. Oh, very nice, very nice. And they they went after him and said, "You must cease and desist, and you must contact us within five days." And Kevin said, "I got a better idea. I got a better idea. How about I will not comply? You have not met the burden of proof. You have not met the standard of law. Um, you have violated this. You have violated that. And I'll meet you in federal court, and we'll have our day, and we'll go toe to toe. And it's just been." ATF is like, ATF is down. He's on one count. He's on the knee. <laughs> he's on the he's ropes. The, he's, he's on the ropes. On the They're ropes. bloody. They're bloody. And Kevin's standing over there having chicken for dinner. You know, he's just like, are you, oh, you guys are still here. Oh, you guys are still here. So it's been wonderful. And we'll get him in and uh, we'll keep you updated on what's going on. Rare breed triggers. Uh, just uh, Google it up and, uh, and take a look at what's going on. It's, um, it's, it's almost as if he's been waiting for this day and it finally came. It's, it's yeah. just... Uh, it's almost like he was. This, this is what he was made for. It's finally. It's the calling. You know. This is what the prophets spoke of. You know. <laughs> this is that uh, that Kevin shall stand against them, and and make this happen. So it's been it's been really fun to watch. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's jump back into uh, where we were. We'll get Kevin here uh, uh, with us shortly. It, it seems like every time we're going to get him here, something happens. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We were ready to have him back in two three weeks ago when this thing kicked off. So um, I want to talk to you about. Uh, John Wick and the top five John Wick guns. Now, this is subjective. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. What the Baba Yaga packs. Uh, so this is subjective. We're going to give you kind of what the uh, what the, uh, the the story says here. And Earl and I will, you know, as we usually do, our, when we have somebody else's list, we make corrections and amendments to it. Yeah, our own, our own personal opinions. Uh, let's see. Number one. Number one. And uh, this kind of tells us which movies it's from of the three. Um, of the first movie... The H&K P30L. Yes. H&K P30L. Now, remember, this one also, in addition to being the L model, had a custom-fitted compensator on the end of it. Mm-hmm. Not a suppressor, by the way. A compensator. But a compensator. And um, this is a double-action, single-action gun. Fires 9 mil or 40. Uh, extremely modern polymer frame pistols. Highly reliable. Very ergonomic. Uh, ergonomic. Uh, and well suited for the. I know. I just. I just. 
I wanted to it's say hydromatic. Uh, it's ergomatic. Systematic. <laughs> it's it's grease lightning. Uh, well, ergonomic and well suited for the life of an international assassin. Uh, he wasn't an assassin. He was a more of a fixer. More of a, a fixer. Right? Just fixer. Uh, flip or, a co- coin flip. Yeah. yeah, yeah coin all right. Flip, all right. All right. Coin um, flip. So, uh, the, yeah, great gun, great gun, great gun. But but a little, a, a, a little uh, pigeonhole. A little, you know, you know, yes. not many but people were aware ve- ve- of. Yeah. Very very niche. Yes, yes, yes. High quality firearm. Oh, absolutely. You know, good good performance and everything. Yep. Uh, and and he had the 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 coin to spend on it, but I I prefer the 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 second movie. Where he he uh, migrated towards the Glocks, yes. Not just because that's my preferred platform, yes. But I saw the tactical advantage yes. of two platforms accepting the same magazines. I believe he went with a Glock thirty four long slide nine mil. Yep. Takes a seventeen round nine mil magazine. Yep. And then he also had what was it, the Glock nineteen or the Glock twenty six? Correct. On you know the other side carry as as yep. backup yep. can run the same magazine yep with the extra rounds with the extra rounds yeah um yeah absolutely and uh listen uh, when the 90% of the bad guys you shoot and drop are going to be carrying glocks yep. uh, you can go over there and just pull those mags yeah, you know? exactly. And if he's carrying a twenty-six or the nineteen plus the thirty-four, odds are whatever they're carrying is going to work for them. Mm-hmm. What's what's going to work for that? So that's really the availability. Which is much like Kevin Maxwell, who said, "I'm going to carry a forty because DHS has a billion rounds of it, and, <laughs> and I'll, I'll have plenty of firearm to get when I need it." Um, Affectionately referred to as a battlefield pickup. Exactly right. The second one is the uh, the Benelli M4. Now this was a this is a decked out one by a by a, a, a Terran Tactical. Yes. Um, but it's the it's the Benelli M4 and uh, it, the Benelli M4 is a great is a great shotgun. Is, oh yeah. Is, is a wonderful tactical battle shotgun uh, for sure. Um, I I don't know. I think if I'm going to carry a Benelli M4, I might carry a Spaz because I, I like the Spaz 12. I like that I can convert it, depending on what ammo I'm shooting, to semi-auto or pump fire. A little more heavyweight. I think the Benelli M4, maybe that's just because I'm a little more old school, is probably the modern version of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah, it's yeah. a it's a modern, I'm going to say, refinement. Yeah. Not, not to start anything with you, but it, it, it's, a, it's a very good semi-auto platform uh, shot, shotgun. And uh, Keanu Reeves did his homework uh, in learning how to run it and the AR uh well as well as the handgun but uh yeah and i'm trying not to jump ahead a little bit do it we only got a minute left while it was good in the movie i still you know he you know run the ar but just have more magazines yeah i mean he he showcased the shotgun well yeah but i still like why yeah Exactly. Why, right. why yeah. are you going to give up a a easily reloadable platform for a platform that has less round count to begin with and is a little bit more involved to reload? Listen, a, a shotgun's a great uh, a breach, uh, unload, and drop it weapon. You know. Yeah. Uh, take the door down, waste uh, four dudes inside with uh, nine rounds of double out buck, and uh, and drop it and go, or sling it back and go. Pull the AR, thirty rounds, boom, 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 and go. Right. Um, not much time left. Let's give you the next one. It basically is the STIs. 
Um, oh, yeah, d- get, double stack 1911 oh, and 9mm. Boy, 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 boy. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah get, you, so get you an SDI. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, what's her name? Holly Berry was using the SIG P365. A great firearm for home defense, uh, you know, carry, concealed carry, anything else. But, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, folks, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Rick Hector. Thanks to Major Bill. And please, until next week, exercise your second memory rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. We'll be live next week from Detroit. We'll see you then. Live? What? Oh, that's right. We're live now. Okay. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.